episode 129. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Well, across the bridge we go today to New York City to visit with the man who drives the lonely and twisted road to rock and roll redemption, shifting gears between truth-telling ballads and gasket-blowing screamers. It's the music of the Dave Goddess Group. You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. Have you heard the news? There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed. With scripture delivered by Christine Mercy. Along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth. And just in time. Behold, the brand new single from the forthcoming album, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us. It's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new single, is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Recorded just weeks ago on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the single I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes open for the full album release coming soon. Featuring Come, Bless You, Amen, I'm Afraid, It Is Finished, And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious, available right now. Go to iTunes, CD Baby, or Amazon and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. On the Dharmic Evolution today, I am happy to be in New York City with Dave Goddess. Oh man, this is going to be a good one. Dave, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Well, Kevin, thanks very much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So listen, um, I got to tell you, I'm listening to your stuff and uh, I just love what you're doing. And you remind me of, um, I haven't heard anybody as good as you since Iggy. And uh, you just got, man, you got it going on. I, I tell you, the voice, the the whole attitude, and um, just totally uh, fiercely independent and doing really, really good kick-ass rock and roll, man. Tell us how you became the artist that you are today. What happened to you? <laughs> wow. Uh, where to start? I don't know. You know, I just always loved rock and roll music. And, yeah, I started playing guitar when I was a kid. And, you know, I found that... Uh, I don't know. I wanted to be a songwriter. So I just sort of started developing, getting in bands, just like everybody else. And, you know, yeah. down play. And then I, you know, I realized how much I like recording and, you know, so I'm doing that. Did the songwriting thing happen for you right away? Like when you first started playing, did you just say, wow, this connects with me? Like, did you do it immediately or was it a while after? No, actually, when I was a little kid, I, I wrote songs, you know, just I only knew three chords, but I wrote songs. My uncle was a songwriter. And uh, him and his partner used to sit around in the living room writing songs when I was just a little kid pop, you know, running around. And so it was kind of a pretty big influence on me. And I saw how this worked. And then they would write these songs, uh, make rec. They would make their own records. They would get they would get on the radio. uh, And I just thought, wow, that's like the best thing ever. So that's what I was. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, so who were your early influences, man? When you got it all rocking and rolling, when you, you started listening, and like who inspired you to help you, you know, turn into the artist that you are today? Well, I, I, I always loved soul music. So uh, all the R&B guys, you know, Otis Redding, uh, Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, uh, those guys were, to me, the best singers uh, for you know, pop music, like the Beatles and the Stones and, you know, those kind of acts, you know, they're eternal. And so, right. Yeah. I mean, I always love that stuff. So you listen to the classic stuff, man, the really good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's for me. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess I'm old school. 
Uh, old school is good, man. Hey, let's let everybody yeah. have a taste of what Dave's all about. We're going to play this one right now, and this is called Blown Away. Check this one out. Dave Goddess Band. I'm digging that vibe. <laughs> that is cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thanks, so the uh, instrumentation, everything, the, the kick-ass sax playing, uh, really, yeah. really great. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about the studio experience on that one, Dave? Like, who was in on it? Where'd you guys record it? Uh, I recorded uh, I recorded uh, um, most of it in New York uh, with a guy, uh, a really talented guy in his, in his, in his small studio. His name's Conrad Corelli. He's kind of my partner and co-producer on these things. Uh, the uh, rest of it, wait, I got to get this. Uh, um, 
Conrad Corelli. I, I like that, man. Conrad yeah. Corelli. I knew a Corelli once. So so he's kind of your um what does he do? Does he is he a songwriting partner or how does he fit into your world? Uh he's just uh no, he's my co he's a co producer. Oh gotcha, you know, okay. And and an, and an engineer. Right, yeah. great. Yeah. So so give us the process. Like when you guys line up to do this, do you do a lot of pre-production before you hit the studio? Like with the guys in your band first? Is that yeah, how you work sure. it? Yeah. Sure. I mean, as I'm writing the songs and I'm working through the stuff, uh, I, uh, you know, we rehearse it. You know, we try and play it. We try and play it as much live as we can. And, right. you know, try, try and get some good vibe, you know, when we're going to do the, the stuff in the studio. And uh, then, you know, you're you just, it's a process, so you're adding to it, or you know this. You, right. you bring in some background singers, or add add new, try some different things, see what works. Right. So the so the guys in your band, so you, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but you're a hell of a guitar player as well. Um, so tell me about you know when when you're doing it with the guys, you know, do, are you just structuring it out with chords? So you know, just to get a framework first, and then do you work on the um, you know the, the all the nuances after that, or you know, give us a give us a day in the life of you guys getting together on a brand new song. Like, what's it like in there hanging with you guys? Well, I mean, a lot of times I might have often. Or always, I might have some idea where this is going to go. Right. I mean, usually I've I've, I've fleshed out the course. I've written the you know the words, uh, but you know you're always hoping, and I have a very creative band, and I'm hoping they're going to bring something that's going to surprise me and add to it. Uh, you know, do something I wouldn't think of because I you know I get locked into my own stuff, and that's I don't know. That's when it really works the best when they're when they're contributing and when they're adding to it and when they're, they're surprising me and I go, wow, Hey, I like that. Or that's a great right. part or, you know, I love that drum part. Yeah. So don't you find it that those kind of surprises are really cool though with, with your music, like something totally unanticipated pops up. Yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. Really for me, I, you know, when, it, when writing or recording, I'm usually, I usually have something in mind. I'm usually going for something. Right, but I almost I almost never get there. Yeah, I get I get somewhere else. Yeah, so I'm writing and I think it's going to come out like this. I think it's going to be a pop song. I think it's going to be, and then you know it just goes some take it goes somewhere else. It's a journey. Yeah, and so I, I wind up with something. Hopefully, it's good, but it's usually not what I wanted to do. And the same thing happens with recording. I think it's going to feel a certain way or have certain elements, uh, but it usually doesn't. It winds up somewhere else. Yeah, that's the fun stuff, man. That's, it's like you that's know, kind of the fun of it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like wow, man. I don't, you know, I always, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. It's like I have some vague idea, like I think it's gonna go yeah. just, and then something completely unanticipated happens, and it's like wow, this is better yeah. actually, man, because you know the surprise is half of the good stuff that happens, you know. Yeah, on yeah. the journey. Is, yeah. Hey, so, yeah, um, yeah. so you guys, when you guys uh, record, what is your situation when you're in the studio? Do you do everything pretty much live or you do three piece and then build from there? Or like, what's a, a what's a typical uh, arrangement for you guys, how you put your music together in the studio? Well, I mean, the more you can get recorded at the same time, yeah, the better off you're going to be or the more life it's going to have or the more soul. So I would try and do that. Usually, you know, you wind up throwing away some of it. No, I go in with the band. But usually you wind up throwing away some of it and keeping some of it, you know, right. overdubbing some parts again. But the more, you know, the more the more you capture live, the better, at least for what I'm doing, would be. Yeah, you got that energy flowing, you know, and that's that that's so uh, it, it, it's so um it's so precious because when you stack tracks and you do it, you know, you build it one piece at a time, you, you just miss that, you know, and it's hard to really define it and put it into words, but it's just a vibe you feel, you know, it's like, wow, everybody's like, exactly, yeah, they're synced and, you know, I'm feeling what the bass players and the drummers, you know, cueing off of what yeah. you're doing and, and it just keeps going around the room, you know, that is yeah. really cool. Hey, That's um, the best. yeah. How about how about with the gig scene? Um, where's the best place for you guys to uh, get out and rock and roll your music? Are you playing like specifically uh, mostly in New York City? Do you travel around regionally, or like what's a, what's a norm for um, for the Dave Goddess group? Well, 
you know, New York City, Pennsylvania, old Jersey. Right. The, uh, Gotta have Jersey, it. man. Gotta have it. We're brothers <laughs> practically because of the bridges and the tunnels. I know, I know. <laughs> I haven't, I, I've taken months off. I haven't been playing for a while uh-huh. uh, because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to devote time to writing this album. I'm, oh, I'm back in the studio right now, I should tell you. So I'm, oh, I'm doing excellent. more stuff right now. So I'm doing a new thing and I, I wanted to write it and give it a lot of consideration and then record it. So I haven't, I mean, I haven't played it months. I'm going to probably maybe in the spring go out again, right? you know, and it'll be regionally like that. Do you have a, do you have a working title for your new project yet? No, I don't. I no. mean, you know, I have, uh, you never know kind of what's going to come out best. Right. Right. <laughs> or, or, yeah. So I'm sort of working through it right now. But that's cool. Sometimes it doesn't present itself till the end of the project, you know, but that's that's all good too, you know? Yeah. Hey, um, why don't we do another one? How about we play Lucky Guy? Here we go. <laughs> So, hey, how about that studio experience? What's the story there? Man, that was a great track. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I did want to mention that, you know, we, we, we do all our basic tracks at this place called Spectrosound in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. An old friend of mine named Jim McGee. Uh, he has a very nice studio there. 
And yeah, we did the same thing, Put up, did all the rhythm tracks in that place, brought it into New York and kind of did the rest of it. Uh, it's interesting, there, you know, there's a horn section in there. I, you know, I, I, I had some friends and friends of friends and I had called up people and these are the guys that uh, played with the Rolling Stones on their Voodoo Lounge tour. These guys were just so great. Uh, they came and just blew out these, those, those uh, horn parts. Wow. Uh, in a few hours, it was really fun playing with them. Uh, well, that's what happened. You know, you live in New York; everybody's around. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not friends. I'm not friends of theirs, but it was it was a fun experience. Wow, yeah, the, the tracks were great. The arrangements, the horn arrangements, and uh, not yeah. bad playing with veterans of Stone's work too. I mean, really, yeah. really cool. Hey, yeah. um, tell me about uh, your vocal influences. We talked a little bit about bands that you liked growing up, but um, who like really inspired you as far as vocally? Um, to, to give you, you know, the kind of style and sound that you have? Well, I always liked, you know, I, I said I always liked the soul singers. You right. know, I always thought they were, if, I can't do it. <laughs> you know, I can't do it, but I'm trying. I, you know, right. the, uh, the Marvin Gaye to me is the best singer ever. Right. Uh, but, I, you know, I love those other guys, Otis Redding and Sam Cooke, uh, Van Morrison, uh, you know, just guys that really dig deep. Right. And that's what I try and do. Uh, so, you know, that's when I, when I sing, I just try and let it go. Just look as deeply inside as I possibly can and just let go and just see what happens. And, well, you got a unique sound, man. Your, your voice sounds completely unique to me. Like nobody around, you know, sounds these days, anybody that I can, that I can think of, man. So that's really, really great. Um, have you guys toured? Have you gone to like uh, Europe to play at all? Um, have you ever been over that way? I, I think you guys would would tear it up in London. I don't know why. I, I just get this vibe. <laughs> I would love to go. Yeah, uh, I have. I have not. I've been there, but I have not played there. Yeah, I I, I think uh, I got to talk to Gene when we hang up and say what, what's going on, Gene. We got to get you guys over to London, man. Because oh you, man, I think you guys would kill there. I really do. I would, I would love it. I would love it. Yeah. So, um, so, so tell me about, you know, the rest of the guys, where are they all from? Everybody lives in New York city or your band or you guys from all over the place? Actually, no, most of them live in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's a little, just, I coincidentally, well, I grew up out there. So yeah, people like me and people I just knew from years and it's a little easier for me, actually. I mean, I live in New York, but it's a little easier to rehearse and, just get it together out there. Well, it's a little so, more yeah, relaxed. parking and, and you know, <laughs> getting in and out of places is, is, uh, is a little more, you know, less challenging than the city. The city, I love yeah. it dearly, but th- those are always the, the tough parts of it. You know, navigating over there, you know, is really yeah. tough. Yeah. Uh-huh, so, so, so what do you guys, um, what's your schedule usually like when you're, when you're doing gigs? Do you like do a lot of them stacked one on top of the other? Do you space it out? Like, how do you, how's your flow with uh, the gigs? Well, it's, I, I mean, I have a great band and I love to play, but I, like I said, I have been doing it less. So yeah, we take whatever comes, comes for us. You know, if we can, I like to play as much as I can, but I don't know. I look for, I used to just play it and do anything, you know, right. now I look for something that has a little more, it's a little more curated or has some more meaning or it's going to actually do something. It's not just going out there and Right. You don't want to just be in bars every night for the sake of being yeah. in bars. You want the gig to make a difference, right? You know. Yes, I've done it. You know, look, I used to play like 250 nights a year. Right. But I, I don't do it anymore. So yeah. I think my energy's better. You know, when when you uh, when you do that, it's hard to write. It's hard to even you don't even feel like looking at your instrument. It's just hard to, you know, hard to do anything else. So right. I think ba- a balance is better and more for me. I'm more about, you know, writing and recording these days. Not that I don't like playing, and I do. I know you guys are digging the beautiful world of Dave Goddess. Yeah, check it out. It's coming up soon. The video and the song. Stay tuned. You know, in today's world, most people are struggling with something. It may be someone in your life who has a serious illness, a family member who has been incarcerated, death of a loved one, job loss, or one of the many, many challenges we find ourselves immersed in. There is good news, however. And I'm here to tell you about Christine Mercy, spiritual teacher, seminary professor, and songwriter. Christine Mercy, who loves and deeply cares for all people, regardless of race, age, or creed. Dr. Mercy has a powerful ministry called Mercy Worldwide Ministries. 
This ministry cares for the sick and the dying and the disabled. If you have a need for prayer or perhaps a project that requires support, reach out today at mercyworldwideministries.com. Let's face it, we all need a trusted mother figure to give us a hand up from time to time. Reach out to mercyworldwideministries.com today and check out the programs and resources available to you. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. How do you like living in the city as opposed to being in Pennsylvania? Just, you know, music aside, but just personally, how do you like it? Well, look, I love it. Uh, It's a blast. And the the best thing about it, I mean, as a songwriter you you have inspiration up the wazoo yeah. you know it's you walk down the street you're going to see something weird hear somebody say something i walk around i mean i have a little notebook well actually it's my phone now but i i've always like carried around a little notebook and just the things i see or the things i hear people say could be in a bar could be in the street could be anywhere i write it if i hear something that just sticks in my head i write it down yeah and then maybe six months later, I'm going through my stuff and I see it and it becomes a song. You know, there's yeah. just so much input, so much to see and do here that it's, you know, you're overstimulated in a lot of ways, but it's great if you want to get, you know, be a writer. Yeah. Isn't that the the coolest part about being a writer is the eavesdropping? I love that. I do the same thing you do, man. Yeah. I'm always with the notebook wherever I go and I'll just sit yeah. down quietly and I'll be tuning into some couple or, you know, some people next to me. And, and, uh, you, you know, the, the, the phrases that come out and people don't exactly. know they're saying them at all. I know, I it just comes out it. like, wow, that was cool. I got to get that down, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and travel too, I find is like very, stimulating you know when you if you get to travel and you're you, when you get out of your comfort zone yeah you're go, you know you just in a place that's very strange or very weird or people you know culturally it's so much different right. i think that's very inspiring to me too because you just keeps the brain going right it's, yeah you just came up with a new song title very strange or very weird i'm writing that down but that's yours it has dave goddess written all over it yeah, <laughs> yeah that's hey so while we're speaking about writing and you know those type of things do you have like a a, a format or a um or just a regiment that you do when you write dave do you like have a specific time or a specific go-to instrument or how does your yeah. writing process work for you uh, you know, everybody's different about that. I, 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 I wish I had more of a regimented approach to it. You know, some right. guys said, uh, I don't, uh, I just keep my mind open. I try not to preconceive anything. I don't, I try not to have any goals in mind. I try not to write, like, I don't try and write a hit or I don't try and write for a certain audience or I don't try and write a rock song or I don't want to write a ballad. I just let it come out. I try and be as authentic as I can. I try and, I mean, I try and be me and I try and write about the things I think about. Right. And as they filter through me and then however it comes out, it comes out. You know, it's like, I don't, I've tried to please people in the past or I've had people telling me to do that to me. You know, it it doesn't work. I try and please myself. That's the and best figured, way to do it, man. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And, and that sounds like one man's passion to me. So here we go with Dave Goddess Group. Check this out. I was lying on the beach Beneath a coconut tree With a brown native girl She was as willing as can be Another man 
Hey, who's on the background vocals? Who's that, ladies? Uh, just a couple of friends of mine, uh, studio musicians I hired, a couple yeah. of girls. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Another good track. So uh, on arrangements, man, who's doing all the arrangement? Your tracks are really well arranged. Is it a Thanks. combination or just like it just flows? It just drops in? Yeah, it's mostly me, I guess, you know, yeah. working it out. You know, with again, I have great musicians to work with, so they're all contributing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. Hey, what kind of gear are you using? Not to not to turn into too much of a techno show, but I always love when a guitar player's in. So, uh, what's your favorite go-to? Are you playing a Strat? What, what what kind of setup do you have? Well, I, I have a lot of guitars. Uh, I play a Strat. I have you know, I must have half a dozen amps. So you know, I'm calling on whatever I think will work. But you know, I'm not a gearhead. I I you know, I like a guitar that I that feels good to me. Right. Uh, to me, it's like, you know, it's all about the song. So yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, as, as opposed to defining a guitar sound or something like that, I'm trying to play for the song. I'm trying to pick out, play the part and get a sound that works for the, you know, for the music. Right. So you don't get Which all carried I away. <laughs> I don't, I, mean, I like having nice stuff, you know? Yeah. But uh, mostly it's a, it's functional. Give me a you know. couple of amps. Just I have to know, just because I'm okay. a little bit of a, you know. Well, I have a divided by 13. Uh, you know, I forget what it is. It's about 20, 25 watts. I have a two rock jet that I use a lot. It's very, you know, it's small, but right. I have a, a, a matchless. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. You know. So it's like going I, into I, the I, closet I, and I, picking out a new suit yeah, for the day. Like, yeah. what am I going to plug into today? I have an old Vox uh, Cambridge. Yeah. I got one of those a little tiny Vox with the tubes and it's just like you just crank it up really loud and it, it just makes a wonderful sound. Yeah. Cheap little speaker or whatever. I, I don't you know, it sounds good, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, yeah. do you do um are you guys into social media? What do you use in in today's world as far as marketing your brand, letting people know, you know, what's going on with you? Um any specific platform that you know like and trust what what is your social world like? My social world is weak. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, <clears throat> I, excuse me, I, like, I know I should be doing more of this stuff. And I right. know we have a face, we have a Facebook page, of course, and a website and, you know, right. Bronze SoundCloud and, you know, all the things, Reverb Nation, all the things everybody else does. But I don't, I don't know. It still baffles me. I guess yeah. that's, you know, it's bad. But right. <laughs> it does, you know, I, 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 should do, I should do more and, 
you know, I know that's the way people engage these days. I, you know, I don't know. Right. It, I try, it's, I it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, there's so many platforms now. Um, and about a year ago, I think I was on everything that was created and I, I scaled way back because it just got overwhelming, you know? Um, let me ask you about what do you like to listen to when you're doing like downtime and you're just listening to music for your own enjoyment, pleasure. Um, who do you listen to? Like what kind of music? Are you all over the genres or is there somebody specific that you like more so than anything else? Well, you know, it's a funny thing. Uh, and I, I became a, I became a musician and a songwriter because I love listening to music so much. But the more I do what I'm doing, the less music I listen to. Right. It, I find that especially when I'm writing, it confuses me. Yeah. And it, it'll send me off in some weird way. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be confused, or I don't want to be too influenced, or I don't want to be. I mean, I love country music. I love R&B music. Yeah. Like, you know, all the stuff that everybody's doing. Uh, but I don't seek it out. Like I, I just try and stay in my own head most of the time. I, I know that's kind of weird, but no, I don't think I, do. I don't think it's weird at all because I, I kind of do the same thing in that. Um, you know, when you're writing a lot and you're doing a lot of recording, you're kind of chained to the project. You know, so you're always listening to mixes and yeah. and then going back into the writing yeah, yeah. thing. But when I back away, I very strangely, I'm a pop rock guy, more you know storyteller yeah. type thing. But I listen yeah. to finger style guitar instrumentalists and that's my favorite thing because for some reason it puts me in a space that um you know i don't have to concern myself with poetry or anything like that but i i, I so <laughs> admire those guys like um, michael hedges oh. tommy emmanuel people like that who just have this incredible craft you know and i you know sometimes i try to emulate that and, and put it into my songs but um i'm a far cry from those guys for sure but yeah. uh, but it's kind of like a departure from what I'm used to, and I, I like that space, you know? It's kind of like, all right, I'm taking a vacation yeah, I, from work. <laughs> yeah, like go the other direction. I, I understand that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is, it is kind of cool. Hey, so um, for what's going on for you for um, the next project that you're going to work on? Like, is it going to be um, an EP, a full album? What do you think so far? I mean, how far are you into it at this point? as far as writing it and getting it together? Well, I've written five songs. Uh -huh. I've, recorded, I've recorded a good chunk of those five songs. Uh, I probably will stop there. Like, I probably won't make an album. I'll probably put out five songs. Right. Uh, because I, I think, I mean, I love making, I've made albums. I love doing it. But I just think these days, people don't digest it that way. I don't know. It's, you know, half the songs, no, you know, don't get listened to or don't get the attention they should or, you know, it's kind of better to just keep it rolling out. Plus, it's hard to make an album. You have to, it takes long. It takes yeah. so much longer. So I'm probably going to do five songs. You know, I, I, I know what they're going to be. Maybe in this process, I'll write another one along the way and go in and do, knock that one out and do it. Right. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I, I'm thinking in the next three months, I'm going to put some out. Well, I think the advantage to, to writing, you know, like EP style, um, you know, which is six or less or whatever, four to six, is that you can do more projects in one given year. You know, like you said, an album takes time. It takes time to do 11 or 12 songs or 10 songs yeah. even. And yeah. it's expensive, you know. So, um, you know, you can, you can move your creativity onto something new and say, okay, that chapter's complete, close the door on that and move on to the next one. So I think that's really the advantage that I can see. Hey, I think it's time to hear all about the beautiful world. What do you say, Dave? Let's do it. Beautiful world, check this out. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful world. Good song, good song, Dave. Tell us about that one. So, Thank you. what inspired uh, the song on that one? Well, uh, you know, the song's about. I, I said I love travel, but the song's about. Uh, I don't know. Maybe looking at every every minute of your life as as if it's important. And right. not being afraid to change and being bold. You know, the song says, screw it, let's do it. You know, right. it's like just uh, experiencing this, you know, this great, vast, amazing world we live in and just not being afraid to get out and, and go and, and do it. Because every time you do, uh, you're going to see stuff you never saw before. You're going to be shocked. You're going to be, what, sad, happy, anything. Right. Uh, and I just wanted to kind of get the the joy of that in there. I wanted it to be a happy, inspiring, you know, song about beautiful place we live in and how important our time is. And, you know, so that we, not to waste it. I try and think about that for myself. You know, did this day go by, did I do anything? You know, it's very easy to be complacent or to, to waste your own time. But, you know, however much you have left, I don't know. I, I try and value it as much as I can. And that's what that song is about. Yeah. Screw it. Let's do it. So it's kind of like just get out of your own, get out of your comfort zone and embrace the world. Exactly. It is, man. Yes. Yeah. Good yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, we're winding down here. I want to, um, I want to ask you about how can we get people to tune in to find out all about Dave Goddess Group and support you and uh, purchase your music. Where can we find uh, your music and all about um, your your project, Dave? Uh, well, thanks, James. You know, we're look. You know, we're on iTunes. We got a website. Go to our Facebook page. Click that little like button. Uh, we have videos on, on YouTube, which, you know, we hope you'll look at, uh, you know, Google us and then come see us if we come to your town because, okay. uh, you know, we love to connect and, you know, see people face to face. Awesome. So, what is, um, what is your website? Cause we'll send everybody over there. Uh, I think it's just davegoddessgroup.com. Okay. That's what I th- <laughs> cool. Well, well, you know what? I just want to um, make sure everybody supports Dave, the band, all the things that they're doing, the great music that they have out there. And uh, my brother from New York City, Dave Goddess, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. James, can I thank you personally uh, for doing this? It's I, I really appreciate what you're doing for not only me, but for everybody. And so thanks for sticking up for the artists. All right, brother. We'll be in touch. Thanks all for right. being here. Take care. Thank you. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace, and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com Geography of the Soul a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency Blown away Lucky guy One man's passion And beautiful world Well, it's been a while since I had a guest on from New York City. It was good to hear all about Dave, his band, the songwriting, and the stories. You can check out Dave on the Dharmic Evolution website, now being downloaded and listened to in countries worldwide. And we're just getting warmed up. Because we've now launched our very own radio TV satellite network that gives us a presence in over 250 countries worldwide. Go to Crowd Radio TV and check out some of the Dharmic stars that are on that channel right now. 
We are part of the Film on TV family of channels that runs 24-7, 365 days a year. Yes, it's Crowd Radio TV. And it's all happening via the James O'Connor Agency, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. We have now also formally launched the agency website. You can visit the site, find out about all the exciting work we are doing around the world. Hey, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, go to the jamesoconneragency.com, find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. You can also visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on the show, you are now on the site. Dave is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear all about the Dave Goddess Group. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you on TV. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery All right.